Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, and welcome to this podcast. New Nissan Micra spotted. It's the production version of the Sway concept. Now the Sway concept, that was basically a Nissan Micra in concept spec. Or so they say. Am I the only one that doesn't like how current Nissans look, or well, I should say new Nissans look, with their with their new grills, with they kind of look like a sloth to me, I just, or baboon or whatever, or well, I don't like the new looks for the front ends, they're just not for me. I prefer the older design, I think that was more fluid, it's less angular, it looked more controlled, it's like they got 3,000 3 and 5 year olds to do the design, and if they are doing Lamborghini that'd be fine, but it looks like they've squished the face of an Altima and a Maxima and all that, and they're doing the Micra now. Which is basically Nissan's version of a Fiat, well, a lengthened Fiat 500, I should say. I'm just not a fan of their front ends. They just look too squished. Forward to build Eurospec EcoSport in Romania. For those of you who don't know what the EcoSport is, that would be Nissan's equivalent of a, we'll say it'd be the equivalent of an older Rogue, a Nissan Rogue, but a bit smaller. More like a CX-5 from Mazda. That's what it's the equivalent of. Now, Mecham Original Spring Classic Auction offers select muscle car royalty. And Seat Atika, it's their SUV. It's their new CUV slash SUV. Anyway, though, Seat Atika feels like going for a night walk, apparently, in a sort of video. Who's seen the 2017 Impreza? Subaru Impreza, I should say. Do you like it? Do you not like it? I honestly like it, though. I think it looks good. But compared to the concept... It doesn't look like the concept, and that's that's one thing a lot of people have a have a problem with. That whenever a concept comes out, the production version of that never looks like it. If a production version of it comes out, yeah, and it's kind of a shame that the Subaru Impreza doesn't look like it. But at the same time, it's not because I didn't like the concept, as you probably heard in an earlier podcast. So I think the 2017 Subaru Impreza production version is actually better looking than the concept, except for the rear. The rear is good. Would you buy? A Porsche 918 Spider for $78,000. And you're probably saying, yes, of course I would. That's insanely cheap, especially since it's about a million dollars or so. And slow your roll. It's a crashed Porsche 918 Spider for $78,000. Would you buy it or would you ask someone to take it off from Craigslist? I think you're going to choose the latter. Chevrolet hint at SS replacement. Current car to remain for 2017 model year. For those of you who think the SS is slightly familiar, you'd be right. Because what it is, is essentially a holding Commodore for America. Just less powerful. Ram Chief thinks there are opportunities for a small pickup truck. I'm actually really looking forward to that. Tesla's existing customers to get front of line for buying the new Model 3. If that's what it's going to be called. Some people are saying it's going to be called the Model 3, but I'm not fully sure about that. New Mercedes E-Class TV spot focuses on autonomous development. I don't want autonomous development. BMW 1 Series becomes stranded in wet cement. So has every single car out in Colorado, well, in most parts of Denver, I should say, because of the blizzard we had. Quite a shame, really. Hennessy's Ford Mustang HPE 750 does look good in its new carbon suit. Whether it says carbon fiber or not, well, yeah, it doesn't say carbon fiber, which is a bit of a shame, really. Fiat 124, not spicy enough for you? Get the abarth. That is chili, essentially, compared to a curry, I guess. You put spices in a curry and it makes it better. Uh, I don't know. You can now configure the Abarth124 Spider online. So I was about to say, 
be a, a bar one two four spider. Cause I don't know why people. It's like when people say Dodge SRT four when they mean Dodge Neon SRT four. There's nothing wrong with it being a neon. It's just a way more powerful neon and much better. It's a neon SRT four. It looks like a neon. It's based off the neon. The interior is the same. It's a Dodge Neon SRT four. But anyway, I was about to say Fiat Abarth one two four. Really, I should be saying Fiat 124 bar. But anyway, you can now configure that online, and I have done, and it's it's a shame that you can't really get a good blue. I mean, they have a blue, but it's not a dark blue. There are some red exterior accents on it, and once you get the blue, you can't have that, which is a shame. They really should have had it with that. But now you can configure it online. I saw the price. It's like 30000 something. I'd have to go back, look at the price, go to Google Translator, and translate that price. Because I don't, I don't know what it is in American dollars, which I'd have to look. Now, TBR will open production facility in South Wales. That's right, TBR are back, and they're coming with a new car. And it should be out, or coming here soon, as soon as they say 2017. From this render I'm looking at, it's slightly Viper-like. Well, and when I say slightly Viper-like, I mean sort of like reminiscent of a Viper. It's not... I mean, it has the long hood short deck proportions, but it's not in the Viper sense, but it does have... What looks to be a clamshell hood. I'm not sure if it is, but yeah, it has side exhaust, though they're closer to the front wheel than the back. McLaren Honda drops the MP431 from the sky for, F1, for F1's new season. Question, who likes F1's new qualifying system? For those 1% who do, good for you, because the rest of the planet hates it. Mercedes boss hints at GLC Cabriolet, which means, yeah, we'll get a Murano Cabriolet from Mercedes. I'm not looking forward to that, not, that'll be messed. 2017 BMW M5 spot with slightly less camouflage, though you still can't see through it because BMW. Now, Lamborghini reaches Aventador Milestone with production of 5,000 model. And yes, that's the Aventador. Automated braking to become standout on nearly every Toyota and Lexus by the end of 2017. Judge extends Volkswagen's deadline to fix its cheating uh, diesel vehicles. Before the podcast did live, I did quite a few podcasts before this that won't be aired. And they were saying that if they didn't reach the deadline by March 24th, well, basically bad things would happen. So the judge has extended it to, I believe, sometime in July or June. I can't remember which. Either way, though, Volkswagen are basically boiling right now. They're, they've almost evaporated. It's going to be very interesting to see how, how they fix it and if they fix it. Renault recalls 10,649 ZOE EVs over possible brake hose issues. Those, well, EVs, so I shouldn't have to explain that, but it's an electric hatchback, and it actually looks really good. I like the ZOE. Toyota Corolla celebrates 50th anniversary with U.S. Special Edition. You know, I saw this like a day or two ago. When I first saw it, I didn't like it, but it, with the purple it's in, it looks really good. Because they basically refreshed the Corolla and made it look a bit more angular, a bit more aggressive front part of the grip, well, the topper, the upper part of the front fascia, where the Toyota logo is, I didn't really like, but now, eh, starting to grow on me. It's raining SUVs in Maryland! Audi Q5 punches four stories from parking garage, and it's on video, so it's not just an article. A 23-year-old woman from Maryland somehow drove her Audi Q5 off the fourth floor of a Townsend parking garage on March 14th. Land upside down on the sidewalk. It doesn't actually look well. I mean, it is a sidewalk, but it doesn't look like walk where bikers are. It looks like the sidewalk where you walk into the building. New Audi A4 all-road UK deliveries to start in June. 
Yes, there's a new Audi A4, and they've already got an all-road for it. Mercedes-Benz tests NY Waters with diesel-powered 2017 E-Class. Nissan's 2017 Titan Crew Cab makes case for medium-duty trucks. I actually saw it in the flush at the Denver Auto Show, and I still think the front end is just too big. It's just too bulky. U.S. spec 2017 Corolla gets styling tweaks and extra equipment. Looks good. Polar blue metallic RS6 by Audi. Exclusive races showroom floor. More news on the Renault recall for the Zoe. The French company is recalling 10,649 Zoe EVs to examine the brake hoses, which could carry a potential risk of fracture. The recall is only about the cars that were built between the launch in 2012 and October 6, 2014. According to Reuters, Renault has built so far 42,300 Zoe models in total. So like I said, if your vehicle was built between the launch in 2012 and October 6, 2014, your car probably has this issue. The company will check the position of certain brake hoses and replace them if necessary. So far, there are, there are no incidents reported that have been related to this issue. The electric Zoe offers an official driving range of 149 miles and is one of the most affordable ways to get into the world of electronic, oh, sorry, of electric motoring. Looks good, too, as I said. Oh, dear. The interior is very bland, though. Very bland, indeed. More news on Ram's Chief thinking that there are opportunities for a small pickup, which there are. A Jeep pickup might not be the only thing FCA is preparing, as a smaller Ram pickup could also make an appearance in the future. Albeit not confirmed by an official source, the Detroit News reports that Mike Manley, global head of both brands, Fiat and Chrysler, thinks there's opportunity for such a vehicle in the United States and around the world. Now, this is in quote, I think there's opportunity there in the U.S. if you look at what's happening in the mid-sized segment here. Significant growth last year. I think that space is big enough, certainly, to have two options there. But there are already big plans with Jeep's upcoming pickup truck. Yeah, you heard me right. And with the recently launched Fiat Toro, development for a Ram variant wouldn't come at much additional cost. Still, for now, such a plan seems like a long shot. As Manny explained, when the company is asked, we'll have a small pickup ready by 2020. This is in quote, I wouldn't even confirm if we'll have two offerings, let alone confirm a time frame, he said. There's a bit of a shame. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a small break, and I'll see you all after the break. And we're back. Now, more news on Meekum Original Spring Classic offers select muscle royalty. We got more news on that. Dana, Meekum Spring Classic auction is headlined this year by some of the most impressive and iconic muscle cars. Scheduled for in Indianapolis in May 17th to the 21st, this year's event marks the 29th anniversary. It's the place to be whether you are a fan or a determined classic car collector, collector as the catalog is filled with some serious machinery. The list includes a 1967 Shelby Cobra, a 1965 Shelby GT350 Fastback, and two examples of the extremely rare 1970 Buick GS Stage 1 4-speed convertible. Serial number CSX3295. The Shelby Cover 427 comes from the Joe McCarthy collection. The car was subjected to a bare metal restoration back in 2009, which confirmed that this is indeed a matching numbers original Cobra with 20,165 miles on the clock. The auction will feature the Jeffrey Cohen sorry if I butchered it, collection, which includes one of 50 
Factory 1968 Mustang Cobra Jet Lightweight and the Kurt Flyer 1971 Mustang Collection that comprise the six 1971 Performance Mustangs, two Boss 350s, and four Cobra Jets. I think that could actually be really interesting. I can't wait to see how that goes. Volkswagen and Porsche recall 800,000 Touareg and Kayan units world, or sorry, Kayan units worldwide. Toyota reveals all new TSO 50 Hybrid LMP1 Racer. Genesis New Year concept is a warning sign to the BMWs, sorry, to BMWs M3 to watch your back. I added that last bit. <laughs> 2017 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 convertible has enough horses to blow your hair away and possibly squash your eyeballs, but <laughs> we'll see. Now, the 2017 Chevrolet Camaro has been unveiled and has 640 supercharged horses, which means it has 10 less horses than the Corvette Z06, the new one. And it's probably slightly heavier, but actually looks pretty good. I actually can't wait to see the reviews on that. New Jeep Trailhawk is the most off-road capable Jeep Grand Cherokee currently. Toyota slaps a new face on the 2017 Highlander, gives it more grunt as well. The 369 horsepower Mercedes AMG E43 is probably all you really need. 2017 Jeep Grand Cherokee Summit brings handcrafted leather and premium styling. Who remembers the Go Man Go or Go Mango colors I mentioned last podcast? Well, it's now across all lines, which means you don't have to get the 707 horsepower models or, or the SRT models to get the famous color, which is awesome. The Maserati Levante is now yours from 17,000, which for what it is, isn't actually too terrible, but is more than that summit I talked about earlier. Whether it'll be worth it or not is, well, yet to be seen. New 2017 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 is a sophisticated brute. But to be fair, if it's a sophisticated brute, then it's not really a brute, then is it? I'm gonna leave you guys. You know what? Question for you guys. If something's sophisticated, can it still be a brute? I'm gonna leave that up to you guys to see what you come up with. Mercedes-Benz AMG C63 convertible turbocharges into New York offering 503 horsepower or up to 503 horsepower. Volvo brings new XC90 excellence four-seater to New York. Prices it from $104,900. That's more than a Viper. Jeez. Wow, that's incredible. Who says minis aren't practical? New club of all fours here to prove you wrong. 2017 Chevrolet Cruze keeps making its rounds. New Fiat Talento joins the Renault Traffic and Opel slash Vauxhall Vivero, Vivero family. And basically, this is just a rebadged, slightly restyled Fiat van that isn't sold in America, which is a shame. Now, I'm going to touch base on Volkswagen and Porsche's 800,000 vehicle recall right now. The Dieselgate scandal isn't the only pocket-driven issue for the Volkswagen group. It apparently just can't die. Porsche has recently announced a voluntary recall for 409,477 units for the 2007 to 2016 model year Cayenne, out of which 88,300 in the U.S. and 10,370 in Canada. The reason for the recall is a faulty component in the pedal mechanism. Who could have guessed it would be related to the engine? We are implementing a voluntary recall to inspect all Cayenne vehicles built during the period to ensure the clip is, pre is present and to reinstall it if necessary, Porsche announced. The problem was identified during internal inspections and, so far, no accidents or injuries related to it have been reported. 
Volkswagen is conducting a parallel campaign, 2016 model year Volkswagen Touareg, which comes as no surprise. Along with the platform, it shares many components with the Porsche. Reuters reported that 391,000 units are affected by the exact same problem. After conducting the company for, for comment, the independent states that no remedy for the diesel engines will be applied to said vehicles. Oh, look at this comment. Can't stop, can't stop them from telling lies, and now they've developed a version of Tourette Syndrome. <laughs> That's a shame. That is a massive shame. He's probably not wrong, though. New mini John Cooper Works Convertible is the very definition of niche, or niche, for those who pronounce it that way. Honda brings Ionic Eco Trinity to New York Auto Show. It's basically a hydrogen, it's basically Hyundai's version of the Prius. And it looks 3,000 times better. And nope, that's not even a lie. Acura's facelift in 2017. MDX packs improved looks and tech. Porsche delights its US purists with the 911R. Ford GT stops by New York, salutes visitors ahead of Canadian production start. Interesting, that's actually going to be Canadian. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I wouldn't. That's actually interesting because the challenge is also Canadian. New Mercedes GLC Coupe. Detailed under New York's lights, new 2017 Kia Cadenza built for large family salute success. <laughs> yeah, I had to run those two together, didn't I? <laughs> wow. I tell you, it looks really good, though. It looks utterly beautiful. To me, it reminds me of the, what was it, the 1987 Chrysler New Yorker, a big, big, luxurious sedan. Or the Chrysler Imperial concept from 2006, for those who remember that. The Cadenza reminds me of that. It gives me that, and I hate to say this word, but it gives me that vibe. For those of you who don't know, I don't like the word vibes. I just don't. Nissan reveals petrol-powered Titan XD with 390 horsepower, much a shorter half-ton model. Mitsubishi finally debuts the 2017 Outlander Fev at New York. Mitsubishi brings 2017 Mirage G4, or sorry, Mirage, G4 subcompact sedan to U.S. Chevrolet blows the top! Off the 2017 Camaro ZL1 convertible, and at the New York Auto Show, the Dodge Viper Acer still has it. Not that it never lost it. The 2016 World Car of the Year award goes to the Mazda MX-5, the new one. And I can see why. It looks brilliant. The interior is nice. From what I've seen, it drives very nicely as well, like most Miatas have done, and is a bit more practical than you might think. Ultra-compact Lexus LFSA concept is a vision of the urban future. New Audi R8 Spider drops by New York. Not sure how much attention it got. BMW finalizes the 2016 MotoGP M2 safety car. Volkswagen to replace the Phaeton with an all-electric sedan. I wonder if they're actually going to do that. That'd be very interesting to see. Toyota freshens up Eurospec Corolla. Sales begin this summer. And if you're wondering, it does look better than the Eurospec version. Not that that's a big surprise, as a lot of things look better than the Eurospec versions of vehicles. Though sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes it is the other way around. And when it is the other way around, hopefully it's by a lot, and not by a little bit. Because yeah, otherwise that'd just be slightly disappointing. Alonso shares his thoughts on his gruesome crash in Australia. Actually, question, who watched the Australian Grand Prix in, for F1? Who watched that? I did. His crash was, I honestly... I honestly didn't think he survived, but the fact that he walked out is totally miraculous. Just incredible. The 2017 Toyota 86 is here to replace the Scion FRS. Yet they killed Scion. They beat it with an axe and 
stabbed it in the stomach and backstabbed it by taking one of its prized possessions. Nissan gives new meaning to NY Skyline with legacy models on display. Not not like Nissan Legacy, but you know, older GTRs. No, who's always wanted a Mazda Miata Coupe? I have, and they brought one to New York. They called it the RF because it's a retractable hardtop, and what that means is it's a Targa, like a 911, and it actually looks just awesome. If it if it was the Fiat 124 and had a bit more Capri-like roof line, I'd buy it. I totally buy it. 2017 Mazda NFC gets hard for NYC, calls itself the RF. 2017 Buick Encore flaunts its more mature looks on NY show, show's catwalk. Dodge expands Go Man Go or Go Mango paint option to all 2016 Charger and Challenger models. Woo! The 2017 Nissan GTR is just a part of the aging process. That's right, they refreshed the new, well, the R35 GTR, and it looks better. The front and rear look better, and the interior actually looks better as well. So it's not just a facelift, well not overhaul, but it's a slight redo. And it's also more powerful, 465 horsepower. Tesla Model S P90D owners can now retrofit ludicrous mode. Now for those who didn't get the ludicrous mode on their Tesla Model S's, because they got a Tesla Model S before the ludicrous mode was out, you can now retrofit it to your Tesla Model S, which is awesome. I wonder, I wonder how many people are going to say, No, you got the P85D or whichever one actually has the ludicrous one. Like, oh, no. No, no, I just retrofitted it. So it'll be a bit of a sleeper. Toyota Prime gets new 120 MPGE Prius plug-in hybrid. And if you're wondering, it's the first Prius to ever look good. Yep, that's right. They've actually, they toned down trying too hard at school and actually just decided to be themselves. And the results are spectacular. It looks, it looks modern. It looks brilliant, and it looks like it's not a Prius. Like it's something else, that Toyota. Well, it does look like a Prius, but Prius really is an insult to it. They really should call it the more, the Morris. Eh? Get it? Because it's more than a Prius. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll tell you though, it looks really good, but it is a plug-in hybrid. Lincoln Navigator Concept brings future bling to NYC. Yep, that's right, they did a concept for the new Lincoln Navigator. Even though I haven't seen anything about a new Lincoln Navigator, but they did a concept. And it looked good. I don't like the front end though. It's too it drops its mouth. You know you know like you know like cartoons when someone's really amazed and their jaw drops and like close your mouth, you're gonna catch flies. That's what it looks like. It I don't really like it. The car the vehicle itself though looks good. Jaguar F type SVR shows its claws in New York. Genesis New York concept is a hybrid sports data that eyes the BMW three series. I wonder how well it's gonna do. If it comes to uh, production, Honda to give away celebrity tuned 2016 Civic. And if you're wondering, it's just as ugly as you think. Anyway, this has been going a little bit longer than I intended, and I'll see you after the break. When we are back, now a church discovers 30,000 thousand cars in donated house. You heard me right, 30,000. Now I'm gonna start reading this. So. What I'm about to say is just what I'm reading from the, from the article. The Bible speaks of manna from heaven, Old Testament indeed, compared to what's being showered upon Celebration Church in Lakeville. I'm still a bit overwhelmed. 
confesses Lisa Lauren Lundstrom, the church's chief financial officer. Lundstrom's amazement began in December when a longtime church usher passed away, leaving his home and its contents to the church. Lundstrom will never forget her first look at the property. It was breathtaking when I walked in, she says. Shelves filled with scale cars filled the foyer, then kept going. Kitchen, living room, bedrooms, family room. Every available space was covered with cars. Literally, it's floor to the ceiling in every room, says Lundstrom. Hallways, laundry room, even the bathroom walls have become display areas for the tiny cars collected over a time by Dennis Erickson. Meticulously displayed in Erickson's house and two garages are more than 30,000 cars, including a full-size Model T a 59 Edsel, and a 66 Rambler. I mean, we just kept finding cars, says Lundstrom. Weeks later, she's done enough research to know this is one of the largest collections in the entire world, right here. Lundstrom has learned much the past few weeks about Erickson, the career civil engineer who started collecting cars at the age of nine. Scouring antique shops, car shows, and the internet, Erickson amassed the equivalent of better than a car for every day of his life. In fact, days after Erickson died, cars were still arriving. He would sit and polish these cars every day, says Lundstrom. It was his passion. Erickson was an only child who lived in the house with his parents until they both passed away. He never married. He never had children. Erickson was 69 years old, and when he died in his sleep, surrounded by cars. He didn't have family to put a funeral together for him. We did it as a church. Because he was our family, says Lundstrom. Erickson's church family is now celebrating the passion of a man who also saved a catalog, thousands of automotive brochures, and meticulously logged his every car encounter, from adding STP to his Edsel, oh yeah, to, to putting armor all on the tires. His display cases were hand-built and covered with plexiglass to keep the dust from reaching his cars. He took better care of these little cars than people take care of people in their lives, says Lundstrom. But Erickson covered that base too. His friend Glenn Lindell, which whom he had shared a memorable road trip, was willed Erickson's pristine 77 Bonneville, the car in which they had traveled. It's really a surprise, said Lindell, when he picked up the Bonneville, but I thank him for it very much. Named executor, of Erickson's estate, Lundstrom is overseeing the sale of the rest of the collection. She's still working through the logistics of how exactly that might happen. If I tried to sell it separately, the rest of my life would be Dennis's life, she laughs. But I mean, 30,000. 30,000! Man, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I had that much, but my room isn't even big enough for probably 10,000. Volkswagen Golf Alltrack finally makes it stateside at the New York Auto Show. New Volvo S90 starts from 46950 available for purchase online. Doesn't that sound like an advertisement and a half? Infinity refines 2017 QX70 with new Luxed Up limited edition version. Jaguar Resurrect Classic XKSS will build nine cars in the same 1957 spec. Honda Hatches, eh, get it? Honda Hatches 2017 Civic prototype and New York. Eh, get it, get it. Okay, that bad joke wasn't mine. That was not mine, don't blame me. Zuru lifts the veil off the new 2017 Impreza hatchback and sedan. Mercedes-AMG C63 Cabrio lets its top down in New York. 
new Acura NSX GT3 rear-wheel drive races into New York Auto Show. Acura wants to to beat free <laughs> with 2017 MDX facelift. 2017 Chrysler 300S comes with sport appearance packages at New York. Now, who watches Global Rallycross? I do. I'm a big fan, and you'll like this news. The 600 horsepower plus, I'm sorry, the plus 600 horsepower Honda Civic Global Rallycross is the best looking Civic. And it, it really is. 2017 Honda Ionic makes North American debut in hybrid Feb and EV flavors. It kind of looks like an altered Elantra. Still looks good nonetheless, though. 2017 Nissan GTR brings new styling details and more power to, well, everyone who can afford it. 2017 Audi R8 Spider opens up in New York City. All new 2017 Kia Cadenza makes North American debut. Porsche reveals 2016 919. Hybrid LMP1 Racer. I can't really tell the difference, to be honest. Lexus checks its New York New York debuts list with LC500 range, which is basically their coupe that they have now. Lincoln surprises everyone with new Navigator concept with gullwing doors. Okay, got BMW news. BMW Individual presents Solitaire and Masterclass Edition 750 Li X-Drive. Audi pulls the wraps off their new LMP1 Warrior. The 2016 R18. I was trying to sound like Darth Vader. Didn't work. Totally didn't work. Chevrolet teases 2017 Trailblazer. Yeah, I'm pretty. Sh question: Has Chevrolet used the Trailblazer? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Chevrolet used the Trailblazer name before. But anyway, they're teasing it with the Prime Premier Study. And for those who are wondering, they have a similar-looking vehicle in Australia under their Holden division, and it kind of looks like that vehicle with a SUV body on it. Doesn't look too terrible though. Sorry, Romanian dictator Nicole Ceausescu's Mercedes BL, or sorry, Mercedes Benz's SL sells for almost 50k. 50k, my gosh, for an 80s vehicle, that's quite a bit. This is the Belt and Ross Aero GT Supercar Study. That's new. I mean, oh, French watchmaker Bell and Ross. That's interesting. Looks pretty good though. There was a certain Aston Martin concept that they did like a year ago or so. It was a mid-engine concept, and it looks actually really rather similar to that. Nissan to showcase four NNMC vehicles at New York? If you can hear my questionable tone, then you'd be right. I, it, it is questionable. What? It's basically a Renault Twizy for America. That's interesting. All that has delivered first clarity fuel cell, apparently. And then Buick reveals its 2017 Encore. Mercedes AMG could supply engines to reborn Alpine brand. That's right, they're back, and they're making they're making a newer version of that famous rally car that I can't remember the name of. New BMW 330e i Performance Fev, priced from $44,695, but is it worth it over the 328i and 328d? The 707 horsepower Dodge Challenger nails personal best i-speed record. Not surprising, to be honest. M3 E46 powered BMW E30 Coupe is probably the perfect weekend warrior. Chevrolet Colorado Extreme Study reviews the global market's facelift. I saw the new Acadia from GMC, and this is actually interesting. GMC will offer both the new and old Acadia for sale. But you know what? Jeep are doing the same thing as that once the new Wrangler comes, they'll offer the old and new one for sale as well. The old one will be available for six, month, six months, and then they'll basically kill the old one. Opel GT concept might gain production version and may use Monka's all-wheel drive system. I really hope it does. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you in the next one. 
You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.